Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. Hello. Uh, we're going to start a hype cast. Hype cast. It's the show where we get hyped about stuff and things. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I'm the other one, David Bell. And I'm Adam Todd Brown. Am I supposed hey. to introduce myself? Hey. Yeah, you did it right. Adam. Hey. How are you? Hey, everybody. Welcome to Hypecast, where we get hype about casts. A podcast yeah, all about podcasts. Yep. And occasionally, this week on NPR when we do the intro. These things happen. Yeah. No big deal. It's Listen, it's nobody's fault. Nobody's to blame. Yeah. Except for, it's my except fault. for maybe I, I blame the deep yeah. state. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, they're behind everything. Yeah. Of course. You know? Uh, and also just the state. I blame yeah. the, the state. The mm. comedy group? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it seems. Yeah. Sure, but also the government, as if there's a yeah. difference between the two. No. That's what they want you to think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Adam, how are you? I am fantastic. How are you two doing? It's it feels like it's been a while since we've recorded together. It's been about five years since there was another best bad movie. Right. And then, uh, <laughs> we need to figure well, that I mean, out. I'm sure I'm I'm sure we'll yeah. get back to it again. Such a fun podcast to try and book. Yeah. It <laughs> is fun. <laughs> it's fun it's a fun show to do, but yeah. But yeah. <laughs> it's really diff- really challenging to book. <laughs> Yeah, we're starting to really scrape the bottom of the barrel in terms of what people think constitutes a bad movie. Right. But we'll find enough. How are you two well, doing? You know? So well. Yeah, exactly that. I'm pretty hyped. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm a little I'm, I'm a little cast. tired, but I'm hyped, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm feeling I'm a little mellow. You're I'm a little mellow. I'm typed, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, you're, you're mellowed. Loud and mellow. Yeah. See? Got ah. my car towed. Got my car towed this morning. Got it back. Uh, oh, cool. That's about it. What, what did What did you do wrong? Well, how did you What did What did you I, What law did you break? How did you? I made the, the mistake Dave? of parking somewhere for four days that they were then going to repave and not tell anybody. So I basically I parked on a perfectly good road. Four days later, I show back up. It's been repaved. My car's gone, and it's like. Uh, well fuck you too then los angeles fuck you too like the in the in the span of four days they put up the signs saying we're gonna repave towed all the cars and and repaved so that's it's 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 a real los angeles move yeah i feel like you could fight that i feel like you could fight that too 
And I think they know it, which is why they didn't charge me much overall for the, the tow. But like, <laughs> I shouldn't have charged like, you anything. <laughs> I know. And so it's this situation where it's like, do I spend a day going to a courthouse or do I just eat this money? They, they kidnapped my car. They just kidnapped my car and then I had to pay to get it back. That's what happened. They, it's, it's the cops do this all the time too they bank on you not th- deciding it's not work worth the hassle to go in and fight it <laughs> yeah l- exactly l- like when they do small pr- small asset seizure or whatever it's called <laughs> which is why if you do fight it half the time they don't show up you know mm-hmm. yeah in this case i don't think there's a cop that needs to show up i don't know <clears throat> excuse me i'm gonna take it all the way to the mayor that's all i'm saying just follow the money. Y'all better Dave. watch out. Follow free David Bell. Free yeah. David <laughs> Bell. Free David Bell. Justice Thanks. for Dave. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's 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 you know what? It's time. It's 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 high time you got some justice, Dave. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. About, it's about time a white guy catches a fucking break. Exactly. Honestly, yeah. And it's gonna go Come so much on. better than that summer that we both bought Judge Dredd helmets. Yeah. <laughs> so much better. Yeah. Is it not uh, much better? But... <laughs> Sounds like uh, a good summer. Yeah, yeah. I feel I, ideally I'll end up with less bullet fragments in my femur. Um, let's name Can some share... producers, Dave. Oh, wait, okay. what were you going to say? I was going to share more like just mundane news about myself. Nah, but let's if do the we can just do producers, let's and do then the I'll, producers, I'll slip yeah. it in later. Uh, hey, big thank you to our producers, starting with Darth Driftless, the Wise. Thank you. Thank you. It feels like that's mixing two. Movie series. All right. Uh, oh, no, I guess not. Because there is a... The, it doesn't matter. Thank you to Hombre. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you to Heathcliff's Helping Hamfuls. Thank you. Thank you to the conveniently placed self-destruct button on the top of every baby's head. Thank mm, you. So convenient. What? Thank you to Samuel Beckett's Mortgage and... Uh, donuts and Mortgage Emporium. My Thank apologies. You. Thank you to Snapper Car Punches God in the Dick. Thank you. Thank you to at Nerd Numbers. Thank you so much. Thank you to Mike the Lurker. Thank you. Thank you to Dracula, the bus driving vampire. Thank you. Thank you to Brockway Loves the Meat Millie. Boy, does he. Thank Can't get enough of it. Thank you to David Knife, Knife Boot. Boot Henson. Thank Knife you. Knife Boot. Knife Boot. Uh, let me take over here. Thank you to Grubblebee. Thank you. Thank you to Screaming Horse Pyramid. Thank you. Thank you to Look Mom on a podcast. Thank you. Thank you to Zex Marquise, the Lightning Baron. Thank you. It Thank was you. lightning. It, it was turns lightning. Out they they put light lightning and oh. they, they messaged me like, oh no, it's lightning. So oh, I just made, right. I thought I thought maybe they were just really into theater. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm the lightning baron. <laughs> uh thinking of Deborah's awesome, Barbara's great, and cancer can go to hell. Thank you. Oh, Adam, I'm so glad you're here for this. Okay. Yes. Thank you for Numino Ultra Microscopic Silica Volcano Coniosis Anti Disestablishmentarianism Jones. Thank you. Nailed Thank it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you the, the baby from Eraserhead. Thank you. Thank you to Chiz Lily Tits. Thank you. Thank you to these seven bees. Thank you. And thank you to Breezy Ruizy. Thank you. All da- right. Dave, we got a real flight of trailers this week. A real dabbling, a real, real, uh, 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 what do they call it? Um, when it's like uh, a bu- a but all the all the a all the bunch. servings are small so that everybody can a pick lot. at it. That is called a lot. A, it's called a flight. A flight, yeah, yeah, okay. a flight. <laughs> yeah, and I don't I don't think Tapas? we have to spend too is much. Is that what it is? That's not right. Tapas. I don't know, man. Small plates. We have small, small plates, plates yeah. of trailers <laughs> today. So many. We don't trailers. have to. We don't have to spend too much time on some of these. I would say. Sure. Um, 
Like, for example, our first one is for The Midnight Club, which is uh, uh, directed by a Mike, Mike Flanagan. Yeah. Uh, it's a based off a joint. Christopher Pike, right? Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. It's it's based off a couple of Christopher Pike novels. This um, is the we saw a teaser. This is the actual trailer. Bunch mm-hmm. of dying kids telling each other spooky stories. Looks yeah. like there's like ghosts in their lives as well. It's hard to tell. Yeah, um, I'm into this because I like Mike Flanagan. Um, the 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 YA aspect of it, I don't mind either because I was really into Fear Street last year, and also super excited about using the toadies in the trailer yeah it was like in possum kingdom that song rules that made me feel feel really old though because it's like reimagining of like a 70s song you know it's like creepy 90s song and it's like oh "Oh, no Um, oh yeah that song is 25 years old probably 27 yeah Yeah. real bummer yeah but yeah they, uh, they watched that video on beavis and butthead dave yeah they sure did this um it feels like it's Flanagan pulling his punches because he's doing a more younger, like this is like Ouija two Flanagan. You know what I mean? Yeah, but Ouija two still fucked pretty hard. Oh no, no, yeah. I'm not. That's yeah, not a did. critique. You know, like I think horror, you can make horror for different ages, right? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean it's bad or good. And he's a like, I mean, Flanagan is a great horror director. I, I'm where you are, Tom. Where I'm just like, yeah, it's Mike Flanagan. I, you know, I don't always love his stuff. I don't. I, I, I just. He's always very solid for me, you know? I like Mike Flanagan a lot, but I really wish he would just make another movie already. I hear instead that. Instead yeah. of making everything a series. Like, I I didn't like Midnight Mass that much. Oh, really? I know a lot of people loved it. I, Hamish Linklater was amazing in it he was captivating yeah yeah he he was like he made it watchable for me but i'm so bummed whenever anything takes a vampire turn these days (laughs) and uh, this i don't know this looks good but i just i'm i'm i don't trust mike flanagan's series as much as i used to i didn't like bly manor Hill House was very good. Yeah. I See, I, I just like it across the board, but I agree with you. It feels like he's locked into a deal with Netflix that he, def- he is just, he's churning them out and it feels like he's like, can I go now, please? For the love he's of talked, God. He's talked about it recently. Um, his deal with, his sort of like film deal with Warner Brothers kind of fell through when Dr. Sleep underperformed. So like wow. he, had, he had another Stephen King movie revival that he was going to do for them. And that deal got canceled and he was going to do like a follow up to Dr. Sleep. And then that deal fell through as Warner well. Warner Brothers don't know. They don't know shit. They're, yeah, that's shit. Warner Brothers They're just fucking shitting all stupid. over their hands and mouths right now. Yeah. <laughs> the like the best studio. stuff Mike Flanagan does is Stephen King yeah. remakes. Yeah. He's yeah. so good at that. You clowns. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, Gerald's game was so good. Oh, Gerald's game is was. so good. Oh, man. I almost passed out in that scene where she gets her hand out of the handcuff. Oh, that, it's, the, it's, I knew, <clears throat> reading the book, too, it's <laughs> like you get, you get to the deep loving scene. You're just like, oh, it's like one of two times I've ever had to put a book down. The other time was when I read American Psycho. I was, was going to say. It's just like, okay, that's enough. I need to take yeah. a break from that. <laughs> And like when that, yeah, when that scene comes on in Gerald's game, I had to mute the television. <laughs> like I oh still, I still haven't completely watched that scene. Like yeah. I haven't watched it with the sound on. It's rough. It, it's really Woo. rough. Yeah. I mean, this is all to say, yeah. Midnight club. I, I think 
it's yeah he's pulling his punches a little bit but yeah like it it i don't know he's good at this shit we're we're saying that now but watch him de-glove some dying kid in this show (laughs) that would be amazing so same situation yeah (laughs) same tied to tied to a bed and here's the thing Uh, yes please do it yeah yeah fuck it listen they're dying they're dying anyway yeah fine yeah um but yeah i have no other thoughts it's just people know i like mike flanagan it's a mike flanagan special uh mini is it a mini series i assume i think so yeah yeah and it's like yeah i'm gonna watch this i'm gonna enjoy it if you like mike flanagan you know but yeah the, the only thing i have to say about it is i feel like it's gonna be what yeah geared towards younger crowds so yeah probably like no degloving but you, yeah you never know but you never know uh speaking of degloving do you want to talk about the next mm. next one Mm, mm. yes high possibility degloving in this one i feel like yes uh this hellraiser a, yeah hell uh, hellraiser. hellraiser is such Tom. an underrated franchise hellraiser like it, yeah. so good, it never man. gets talked about like with halloween and friday the 13th but it should be it's so good I'm yeah so I, excited I for this I'm not as into the sequels, but that first one is just one of the gnarliest movies I've ever seen and just conceptually is is just terrifying but in it the rules. best possible way yeah it, it rules. rules so yeah. Good. And this this trailer is awesome it starts out great the kid's fucking with the lament configuration he's like so what do i get it do i win a prize if i solve this and then the creepy <laughs> dude's like no i do <laughs> so, yeah. great line great line for hellraiser yeah uh it's also um david bruckner who uh did the ritual which is a gnarly fucking movie mm-hmm. uh did the night house which is a gnarly fucking movie I uh, did a segment in Southbound, which is a gnarly fucking movie. And he did Siren, did, didn't he? From, and he did uh, Amateur Nights VHS, which is a gnarly fucking uh, movie. So yeah, this is a uh, this is probably going to be uh, a sight to behold. Yeah, the, like it's a, it's a director I'm excited about. It's a series that I really like. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't always love. Like I didn't think I didn't love the Nighthouse, for example. But boy, did it have some great visuals, and so it's just you know. And it was it was creepy through all it the way was. through. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie mm-hmm. at all. I shouldn't that, act like it's yeah. It's that uh, that monster in both Nighthouse and the Ritual is something else, man. So, yeah, really, yeah. really good conceptually. So exactly. And yeah, with so. Hellraiser, you get to play with the idea of these like extra dimensional beings who like can't differentiate between pain and pleasure. So it's like right. that's high concept right there. So I'm pretty. Pretty jazzed to see what this maniac comes up with for that. Lady, Lady Pinhead, has that been done yet? Mm-mm, I don't think so. Yeah, I That's don't think cool. there has. That's progressive. Yeah. There's something in hell. There was a push in hell. There was like a, like a, they elected a new Pinhead. Are Pinhead's elected? Now she's going to be at the grocery store and little girls are going to look at her and go, I can be Pinhead. I can be exactly. I, I could grow up to be the, the priest of the void. Yeah, right. Or whatever he's actually lady, called, Lady Pinhead. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. That's true. That's sure. true. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how Pinhead works. I don't. I need to go back and watch Hellraiser because I've only seen it a few times, and I don't actually know what these beings' problems are. Uh, what nothing, they're up to? Nothing they really. Hell, Dave. Basically, yeah, they're just. It's 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 kind of like a really super interesting concept. I don't want to get too much into it, but they're basically. They're beings that are so far rem- detached from like morality or any sense of of that because they're just consumed by the pursuit of sensation. 
And like I said, they no longer differentiate between pain and pleasure. It's the same thing for them. Right. So that's really all they're after. Okay. Uh, so they're 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 almost like spiders, I guess. I don't know. It's like they're, <laughs> cats. they're, they're, they're like cats. Yeah, mm. they're not always necessarily evil. It just kind of but yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's is um I have a question. Cause the the writers attached are the writers of this director's other stuff, the Nighthouse and the Siren thing. Um, but David S. Goyer is credited with a story by, by which isn't a bad thing. I feel like David S. Goyer that's the best way to credit him. Like, I, I think he's... he's Like a story I don't think by? He, I think he's a good broad strokes kind of guy. But, like, when he actually writes a script, I usually do not like it. I was going to ask, does he have anything to do with the original? Is that why? But that doesn't... I don't right. think so. I assume it's probably, like... Because they've been to- kicking around a remake of Hellraiser for a while, so I assume it's, it was probably just, like, one draft or something. Yeah, that, yeah, I, yeah, I have, I have no idea. That is me fully guessing. For but. sure. For sure. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm into it. I'm into it. Yeah, this is. Uh, I'll watch this. This looks great. Yeah. Um, all right, let's keep going then. Let's keep going. Yeah, let's keep, to, uh, keep chug a lugging along, Dave. All right, baby lawn. <laughs> ba- <laughs> little baby, baby lawn. <laughs> little baby lawn. Yeah, this is. Uh, no, it's it's uh, Babylon with uh, Bradley Pitt and um, uh, I think Olivia uh, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. And uh, no, I do think nope, I, never mind. Yeah, Olivia Wilde. Yeah, Olivia Wilde. Yeah, in the okay, trailer. I did see her. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, Damien Chazelle who did um, uh, Whiplash, and then La La Land, and then but then Babylon, and then also for, Ten for, Cloverfield Lane. For, did he? He has the writing credit for Ten Cloverfield ah. Lane. Oh, I was to say the other thing he did was First Man. Yes, First Man. Yeah, he he as a director he did Whiplash, La La Land, First man uh and now this and i really like whiplash i hated la la land i thought first man was fine i don't remember first man what i so the big thing about for i think so i think this guy is a great director i think he's fantastic like la la land is well directed i just didn't like the movie like the plot i don't know about you uh but first man if you recall one of the coolest things about it is it made space genuinely scary like they the the sequence where he goes to the moon it's you feel like like when they show him like looking out onto the moon you realize like there's nothing out there it's just dark and and deserted and shitty and like they the part where they launch they like all the equipment shaking and it's just like he just made it he did a really good job at showing how fucking unnerving going to space is and i liked that like there should be more movies that do that yeah. I mean, I I didn't watch La La Land, but I also didn't like La La Land. Like I can sure. I don't have to have watched it to tell you I didn't like <laughs> La sure. La Land, but uh hearing like I I wasn't familiar with this guy, but hearing the other movies he made makes me more prone to probably watch this. Yeah, although just like La La Land, this is about like making it big in in hollywood and it's old timey hollywood which had yeah. a, cer- a certain appeal for me and uh they're just being real upfront by how high everyone was on cocaine all the time it's yeah, yeah it seems like fun. a very different vibe from la la land though brad Pitt yeah. is playing jack conrad which i looked up is an actor he was only in like six films and i don't know much about him so i i, yeah. I recognize the name i'm not sure why 
Well, it sounds like every name. Mm. Right. Like uh, Jack Conrad it, sounds like a guy that coaches Little League or cuts your grass. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like an actor. It sounds yeah. like a fake name. Yeah, or uh, oft people for the mafia. Yeah. Way. <laughs> it's the Iceman, Jack Conrad. <laughs> right. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, again, this I think this is a good director. Yeah, uh, it looks it looks fun enough, but like I'm really getting fatigued by movies about making movies. Like Yeah, uh, I hear that. I'm a sucker for period pieces though, so this this one probably still has me. Sure. But like, there's yeah, only so I mean, many I'll things to I don't know. I I mean I, I was about to say there's only so many things you can say about making movies, but that's not true. It's just there's only so many things that film these filmmakers seem interested in saying. Well, so specifically, it's like, yeah, this guy spe- spe- yeah, specifically because Whiplash is about making art and passion. Uh, and so is La La Land. And then this is about movie making. And it's like he really wants to talk about this subject, it seems like, uh, of like artists. And that's fine, but I, I I strongly agree where I saw this trailer and when I didn't know it was him directing, it was just like, oh, okay, yeah, another movie about making movies. You know, we just did the Mank. We just did Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's just like, I don't know, man. There's so many. Yeah. Okay, we can move on. <laughs> Nobody else has any other thoughts? Not really. I mean, it looks... Yeah, it's the trailer. Like, I can tell, like you said, it's about making movies, but it's still kind of hard to tell like, sure. what this movie's completely going to be about. The cast mm-hmm. is great. I do... I love Brad Pitt as an actor. So I'll yeah. see it, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, gonna... it, looks, it looks fun enough. It's just, yeah. you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, well, I just don't have strong opinions on it like I do the next film. I was about to say, let's see about. if we have any strong opinions about the trailer for I Want to Dance with Somebody. I, as someone mm. who hosted an entire season of a podcast about Whitney Houston, have very serious concerns about this film. And I'm not joking when I say my concern is there is no cocaine mm-hmm. in this trailer because that is not a small part of Whitney Houston's story. She Stanley was, Tucci should play cocaine. She, she was doing cocaine since she was in her early teens at the latest. Right. Like Whitney Houston, they do touch on the thing where she got a lot of criticism for her music not being black enough. Meanwhile, Whitney Houston, like her upbringing, it was rugged. And she, I feel like they're going to gloss over the drugs right. and they really like a- shouldn't. It feels like a disservice to do that. But it does. I, it's but not. At the same, it's it's what movies always do. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> maybe this is just the trailer. That's you know? true. That's true. Because the the big, the whole thing with Whitney Houston is, I mean, this is kind of really commonplace. You hear it a lot, but her public persona and her private life were so vastly different, and she really had like her public image was really controlled and regulated. And there were a lot of things that for whatever reason, she just couldn't be when she was alive. Like there's a good chance that Whitney Houston was at least bisexual. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like her friend Robin was probably the love of her life. And she was never really able 
Like there's a famous clip of her mom being interviewed by Oprah and her mom was like, if you found out your daughter was gay, would you be okay with it? And her mom was like, no, of course huh. not. And there's just a lot like Whitney Houston wasn't like the documentary about her, I think is called, can I be me? And that was her whole struggle is she never really like no one ever really saw Whitney Houston until it was like too late and you were seeing her on that reality show and things were like too far gone. Like this trailer reminds me of the, uh, did you see all eyes on me? The Tupac movie? I did no, not. I didn't. It's terrible. It's a Wikipedia that, page. Basically. That's why. <laughs> yeah. That's it's why. so bad. And I'm worried this is going to be the same thing. And Whitney Houston deserves much better. Like she deserves it's a, it's, a gritty fucking horror I'm, movie about her life. Right, like what what happened to her is like not dissimilar with what was happening with Britney Spears for the past fifteen years. Yeah, or the, their past twenty five years, or you know, sounds like she needs like a mini series. Yeah, there's a Bobby Brown mini series that obviously involves Whitney Houston a lot, and. There's some really harrowing stuff in that. Like there's one moment where Bobby Brown has like he's having a seizure on the kitchen floor and Whitney Houston is just standing over him, berating him for taking all the drugs. And she just like walks off and leaves him to die on the kitchen floor. And like everyone confirms that happened. Like it's not like it's not a like he wasn't fabricating that like right he's bobby and whitney is a crazy story it's nuts yeah. and i i just feel like this movie's not gonna get it right let me tell you the writer what else they wrote and you can tell me if they're gonna get it right or not okay this is the writer of the two popes bohemian rhapsody oh no uh, darkest <laughs> hour and the theory of everything Oh, All yeah. they make is feel-good biopics glossing and over. I was about to say, two of those specifically, uh, Theory of Everything and uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, got criticized heavily for omitting, yeah. quote-unquote, un- unfavorable aspects yeah. of the this story. Is the, yeah, this is the PR version. This is the... Uh, the that's what we're getting. This this writer specifically writes the the puff piece versions. Yeah. So th- that's what this will probably be. Whitney Houston's story should be a fucking Blumhouse film. Like it's yeah. so dark and so heavy. Like it it deserves better than this. Yeah. Well, maybe uh, maybe we can hope, but maybe, maybe yeah. one day. This th- I'm sure this is not going to be the only movie that's yeah. ever made about. Maybe this will be his Babe Pig in the City, where he's yeah, making exactly. all these feel good biopics, and then one day you go see the Whitney Houston one. You're just scarred for life. That'd be, that'd be glorious. <laughs> this is the one where they decided to stop fucking around. <laughs> um, <laughs> you want to talk about this next thing? Yeah. This next thing is is blowing my mind. <laughs> this is, this a is Mr. Harrigan's phone. Fascinating premise. Oh man, no! I, I love the plot premise. I oh, love I, re- it. I read this. It's a oh, what Stephen is it? King short. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a short story in his in his collection called "If It Bleeds." Um, this is a good. This is a really it's 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 a you know it's a short story but it's it's a spooky little story so yeah this this should make a cool movie and the yeah, lineup here, of people making it it's bloomhouse stephen king and who was the third name they show right at the beginning of the trailer ryan murphy i think yeah yeah ryan murphy it is the director of are you ready for this 
the founder saving Mr. Banks in the blind side. He's never made a horror movie. Oh, good. Okay. good. And I'm 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 like, whoa, I'm still that's like, I don't think that's a bad thing. No, not at all. Yeah, no. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like tonally, that's going to be I, I, I I'm so curious to know what so, he's going because it feels like. It doesn't feel like a full-on horror movie. It feels like and kind of like a coming-of-age thriller. Like Jordan Peele was doing comedy for 20-some oh, yeah, years for sure. before he made a horror movie, and it no, was great. No, that's what I mean. Is yeah. like It feels like there's some emotional beats here that like, they specifically... And he wrote it as well. He wrote this. He adapted it. So I'm just like super curious yeah, about this. It's basically about a high school student played by uh, Book of Henry. Yeah. <laughs> Pl- played by It, the kid from It. Uh, who befriends this old this old rich guy who's kind of a shit to everybody except for him, uh, Mr. Harrigan, played by Donald Sutherland. Um, and he, the kid, gets Mr. Harrigan a cell phone so they can text with each other or, or whatever. And then Mr. Harrigan dies. Uh, and the kid puts the cell phone in Mr. Harrigan's pocket when he buries him. You know, just because it was their connection. Uh, and he calls him one night because sometimes you do that when when people die. Sometimes you call them or text them and leave a message you know it right. that that happens i've done that which does um, raise the question of where this kid got this old man a cell phone plan but go I on forget, yeah i forget they explain it in the story but whatever <laughs> and it's a period it's, piece listen, and it's that it's like wireless. an iphone you pay as <laughs> <Yeah>. you go <laughs> <laughs> it's iphone it's like the first iphone it's yeah. an old it's an old iphone yeah it's yeah. it's noticeably an old iphone uh, but he he starts getting like responses from Mr. Harrigan and like he's uh, things he's asked Mr. Harrigan for help with, like the bully start getting taken care of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they're kind of revealing like Mr. Harrigan was actually kind of a fucked up guy. <laughs> like he's a real Donner, Donald Sutherland type. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. He was a real Donald Sutherland, it turns out. Yeah. I saw Donald Sutherland in downtown LA once. That man is a giant. Oh no, oh, yeah. yeah. He is He's like so Slenderman. Tall. Yeah, it was it was frightening. It's unnerving. <laughs> yeah. He was looking for an ATM and I didn't help. <laughs> no, I would I, yeah. I was like, I'm run, not getting yeah. wrapped up in whatever you're doing, Donald Sutherland. I don't yeah. need to know what you need cash for. <laughs> Lord. Uh, you bailing out Kiefer? Jump yeah. into another Christmas tree? <laughs> oh my God! Listen, yeah, this listen. Looks... There's not enough whiskey, Adam. Ah, <laughs> uh, Keith. Country legend, Kiefer Southern. Kiefer yeah, Southern. we love you. We love you, Keith. Le- uh, legend. Yeah, of course we do. <laughs> yeah, this. Uh, yeah, this looks w- wicked fun. Uh, that's yeah. all there is to it. Coming to Netflix, I think next month. Yeah, looks well shot. Yeah, it looks um, good. It looks a lot of the movies that, like the Hellraiser movie, um, uh, I have one other one that we we looked at. Uh, they look like they could be in theaters, and it's just a bummer that a lot of movies aren't. I don't know. Yeah, like I'm, I'm still kind of burned about like Prey not being in theaters. I'm really burned about yeah. that. Yeah, that's fucking like, whack. Prey should have been Hellraiser. Should be. It's a fucking Hellraiser movie. What are you guys doing? Putting it on Hulu? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, speaking of things that should be in theaters, uh, you want to talk about this next one? uh the curse of bridge hollow should this what be in theaters <laughs> uh i don't Home know it would break halloween movie. every opening every opening weekend record yeah this movie yeah this they looks, really uh i want this to be good but i i have so little faith in netflix anymore it looks like marlon wayne's uh hubie halloween basically 
Yeah. It's it's like a mix between looks, Goosebumps like the, and Hubie Halloween. I mean, it looks like it I looks like know. the goddamn Spirit Halloween movie. That it, it's yes. the same basic idea, which is like this. There's a there's a scene where she they they move into town from the big city in this small town that's really into Halloween decorations. The little girl says, "My dad's a science teacher, so we don't really do Halloween." And that, I was like, I'm "I don't obs- know what I'm that means." I'm obsessed with that line. Yeah, what does yeah. that mean? I have no idea what that means. That makes why, no sense. Why at would all. your dad being a scientist mean you don't do Halloween? <laughs> yeah. Um, like nobody's and, out here thinking ghosts are real when we celebrate. Right. Like, I mean, so, so there are, but it's like anyway. <laughs> And like and only then, uh, the, the most right wing wackos associate Halloween with the devil. Like, is that where she's coming from? Like, I my dad's know. a scientist. He doesn't believe in the devil. It's like, well, the devil's barely in the Bible anyway. So yeah. calm down. Uh, and then, Jack yeah, Lanterns all definitely the, uh, <laughs> all the decorations come to life. Um, let me let me let me ask you this. Do you feel better about this movie to know that it's from the director of Fantasy Island and Truth or Dare? Absolutely not. (laughs) Those are Dave. Yeah. Dave. I think we've reviewed both of those movies. Those are two of the worst movies we've covered. They are. Fantasy Island. Those are among the worst movies we have covered on this network. Yeah. Truth or Dare. Don't remember Truth or Dare, but Fantasy Island sucked. That was Truth or Dare is very bad. Truth or Dare is similarly bad, but like fantasy island had like i was sort of into the idea of doing it as a horror movie and then i saw that movie it's like boy you just didn't do anything cool with this idea they really didn't we watched both truth or dares me and tom oh yeah i I saw truth or dare fuck that movie yeah we watched a shitty indie one and then we were like oh this isn't the blumhouse one and then we put on the blumhouse one and the shitty indie one was the better one. Shitty indie one. <laughs> so, it's it's actually feels a little a little too derisive to call it the shitty indie one because it yeah. wasn't bad. <laughs> like it wasn't bad at all. It was not bad. Yeah. So this is a this is a skipper. I'll yeah, skip this probably. one. Probably they also show you the whole movie in the trailer. Yeah. Like they show you every beat of the movie. Like they come to town. They don't quite fit in. Dad's a stick in the mud. Uh, they accidentally unleash some ghost in their house that possesses all the. Uh, decorations they get chased at the high school and then act three they decide to fight back and just start chopping the decorations apart like that's they show us the whole that's movie. The movie that's the whole yep. movie what do i yeah. want what do i need to watch it for now <laughs> like right come on guys right it's whack yeah uh it is it's whack ass dave i, I like yeah. marlon wayne's um but, yeah we all like marlon yeah, yeah we all like marlon wayne's but that doesn't mean this is gonna be good yeah i might watch it anyway i watched hubie halloween yeah, I, you did. I watched Me Time with Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg, or about seventy-five percent mm. of it. How'd that go? Oh, I gave up. I okay. Like I recognized that it sucked about a third of the way through, but I was like working mm. and whatnot, and so I just kept it on. And then at right. one point, me and the wife both kind of at the same time were like, "All right, what are we <laughs> okay. doing? Okay, this is not movie. how we spend our time." I got all the way through the wrong Missy, so I feel like I could probably tackle that. <laughs> um, can we talk about National Treasure? We absolutely can talk about National Treasure. Edge of Dave. History. So something this trailer, I had to look it up because the trailer makes it really feel like Benjamin Gates has like died and this is his daughter. Nope. It's not that. No. Well, you see, yeah. her, you see her dad in the trailer and it's very clearly not Nicolas Cage. Oh, you do see her dad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I missed that. But yeah, at first it seemed that way. That's that's what I thought. And then they show him. But so all this is all this is to say this is a Disney Plus series, uh, a continuation of the National Treasure uh, series. 
that does not have Nicolas Cage in it, which means it is uh, pointless. Yeah. Right. It's yeah, pointless. No need for this. Yes and no. I, I listen. He might show up. But hey, Riley's in it. You he sure is. Riley. So is Harvey Keitel. And Harvey Keitel. Yeah. Harvey Keitel grabbing a paycheck. But I, I don't yeah, think he's I in think, it much. I think more than almost any Nicolas Cage movie, National Treasure depends on him being in it. Because it's not like that's a super duper strong or original or unique premise. Here's what I would have accepted. Uh, young Indiana Jones format. Old man. <laughs> that's old Nicolas Cage. Maybe like even get Nicolas Cage, put him in old man makeup, shoot him for a day uh, for the whole season. And then just like hire a young kid to act like Nicolas Cage and go on treasure hunts. Just do young Indiana Jones. Yeah, this this but, needs YA Nick Cage in it. Yeah. Whoever that oh, whoever that give, young kid is. Give some 16-year-old actor Nick <clears throat> Cage hair, please. Yeah. 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 See, I'm gonna have to watch this because I need to be part of I need to know all about the lore of the National Treasure yeah, universe. I mean, we're probably gonna watch it. And if it's a if it's like a fun treasure hunting show, then it, it might be worthwhile. I don't know. It just seems it seems weird to take the national treasure movie and do a spinoff without Nick cage, because that movie is like, so it's, I feel like they it did really, really well, really right? depends on Nick cage. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And I think the reason why is Nicholas cage. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, exactly. I don't think anybody is watching. They are making national treasure three. It is slated for 2024. Like that is oh, going to happen. Okay. Yeah, and that I bet you Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I bet you Nicolas Cage will show up in this. Okay, you know that's my guess. At I least would, it would be crazy if he didn't at least cameo in it. Yeah. He should yeah, at least be taxidermied in a museum top, or something. The old, the old Turts. He's uh, he's producing this one. You know, old, old T Tob. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. I I take back what I said. Yeah. I take back. It's what on I said. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. I is maybe the only streaming service I don't have because it felt yeah, like I mean, the it. one more than any other that I was just subscribed to just in case, like in case something came on that I needed yeah. to watch. I, I have it for the Simpsons anymore. Yeah. It's pretty, right. pretty much the only thing I, I watch on it. And sometimes they, they do put, if you're really into like the old weird Disney movies, like some of the weird, like wonderful world of Disney TV movies and kind of the odd live action stuff they used to do all that's on there. And that stuff's cool. Like if you want to watch the black hole, which you should, uh, because it's out right. of its mind, uh, that's on Disney plus. That's cool. Um, but yeah, like I'm not, I don't know, but maybe this will be something. Yeah. I yeah. think this is just a uh, hold us over until national treasure three comes out from the writer of bad boys for life. I just looked it up is working on national treasure three. Listen, so it's in good hands. I was going to say that movie pretty good yeah so, so i'm into it yeah. i'm in i like this is what it is is i i you know we got to expand the national treasure universe sure, and why not? we need that tv show to do it um so you know everybody go out and support your local national treasure mm, support your local harvey Keitels and justin barthas yeah they need it they need it uh all right let's talk about bring it on cheer or die what? Sure. Couldn't they just reboot this without it being a horror thing? I don't know, man. Because <clears throat> bring it, bring it on's a great movie. It's very good. Yeah, I've never seen it. You've never seen Bring It On. I've never seen it. Yeah, that's a it's a big uh, blind spot for me. Yeah, it's it's a good film. It's 
That's what I, I mean, hear. Yeah, everybody loves some, it. it. It didn't all age great. It's you know a late '90s rom com, so there's some gay jokes yeah. in it, and things of the like. But overall, it still holds up. I watched it again a year or two ago for an episode of List Cast, and yeah, I, I I would be fine with a reboot of that. But this just looks silly. Here's my thoughts on this. Uh-huh. Imagine you were tasked with writing bring it on what is this four five they've made several like straight to streaming and dvd ones yeah, yeah they've been a bunch yeah i would say this is as good as anything to do right like this is like yeah fuck it you know like all right we're making another bring it on ah let's make it a horror movie and it's like yeah why why the fuck not i'm not saying this will be good uh, i'm just saying like in terms of like when you're in this deep into sequels like, why not just change the genre, you know, uh, and just do something else? I have a feeling this will be very bad. I don't think this will be a good horror movie, you know. I think it'll be like, look, look at, look at us, you know. Like, it'll be a lot of like patting itself on the back or being like, how outrageous is this, you know? That's that's the impression I get. Like, just from the trailer, the trailer is like, yes, that bring it on. We're a horror movie now, and it's like you're so <laughs> proud that you're a horror movie. Uh, yeah, it, so, fe- it feels know. a little too. I mean, it's only a thirty-second trailer for like a sci-fi original movie, but like yeah. it yeah. does feel a little too self-aware. <laughs> like it's it's so p- proud of itself for making bring it on a horror movie. That's really yeah. that's really all the tr- the only message the trailer is conveying. It's like, aren't we so cheeky and fun that we made bring it on into right. a horror movie? So that's I don't know. It's I mean, it it might be fun. I don't know. Yeah. I Meanwhile, don't dig, cheerleader I don't dig that tone though. Cheerleader feels like the genre of high school athlete that gets murdered by their fellow athletes the most. Almost exclusively. Yeah. Yeah. I think in a horror movie universe, like it is, uh, it's not good to be a cheerleader. Like you wouldn't want to be a cheer cheerleader in any of these universes. Like the, the death rate is phenomenal. There's all those famous true crime cases with moms mm-hmm. killing their daughter's rivals on cheerleading teams. I mean, right. oh, I say yeah, all of those. There's like, there's like a handful. There's like, they're just very killable. Few. Apparently. Yeah. Make that yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, or make the next there's movie. There's several lifetime movies about murderous. I mean, I mean, a re- I mean a real movie, Adam. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then no, it's the, not been made. Yeah. I would argue this next movie has more of a right to exist. Although I'm not, that's not praise for this next uh trailer oh yeah sure. which is the killing tree which is about a christmas tree that comes to life and kills people i'm so tired here's, of shit like this yeah here's here's this is what i'm gonna give them i fully expected this to be like like i i expected it to be like haunted so it'd be like spooky like oh people are dying around the christmas tree like or like 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 they want to have their cake and eat it too they want to be like Ooh, it's a campy movie about a, a murderous tree, but we're not actually going to do the work. At least in this trailer, the tree comes to life, walks around, and talks. And has and a I was knife like, in one yeah. scene. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, all right, well, like, you did the work. If you're gonna, if you're gonna do the meme, do the meme. You do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they did it. Yeah. They did it. So I don't. Yeah. It, this could be fun, but also, like we said, it's a meme. It's just they're yeah. they're they're definitely just going for the meme of it all which could still end up being fun like there is there's definitely a shot of a of a tree a christmas tree stalking through a bedroom with a kitchen knife that's awesome uh and i want that (laughs) to exist but um 
we'll see how how much fun it ends up being. Yeah, it's one of those things where like they're just hoping for it's the Winnie the Pooh thing, right? They just want people to share it on Twitter and go, "How wild this, is this?" This does look better than Winnie the Pooh. It does. What was? It looks the, like they gave more of a shit. What was the Shutter movie about the jeans that murdered people? Slacks. Yeah, I I wanted to murder that movie. I hated it so much. Oh my god! I never saw it. It's I, here's the thing. I I felt so tricked because. I saw the premise, I saw it on Shudder, and I had no intention of watching it. And then I read one of those fucking, like, 10 best horror movies streaming right now lists, and it was on there. And I was like, really? Like, maybe, maybe it's one of those movies that's just done so well, it's, like, still good. And no, it was terrible. It was the worst. And I got so many Slacks vibes from this trailer. Right, again, they're going off of a gimmick. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't anything else to say about it. I mean, <laughs> I have nothing else to say. The tree does rip a dude in half at one point in the trailer. That's yeah, pretty again, sweet. Yeah, again, I think they're doing more of the work than a lot of these. Yeah, they're actually, Again, the yeah. Winnie the Pooh one was the laziest thing that is, yeah. ever. And they knew they are just going to be a meme. And they knew that would get them enough people to watch it. Yeah. Whereas this, it, it's like, yeah, at least that tree is going around killing people. Yep. And it looks... They look. It looks like they tried, you know, like uh, within their budget as much as know. you can. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's talk about this next row. This was actually going to be on more hype uh, I don't, because yeah, I don't think no quite... one's fucking talking about this. Oh, really? Well, no. It's just like it. it it's it comes out soon, and uh, I know we're going to cover it. Uh, this is VHS ninety nine. Mm. You just think more people would be fucking. You know, like shouting from the rooftops it about it, this. It hasn't already been two years since VHS ninety four, right? That was last year. I think I think they're going to start doing these yearly. I think that's the plan. Sure. I, I mean, is. why not? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm I fine love, with it. I love I, the VHS movies so much. They're so good. They are. Yeah. Except for Viral. Viral sucks. But um. Yes, and this, this it has its merits. Reviews. I don't. I don't like, hate what? Viral. <laughs> <laughs> the magician one, obviously. The, the, the magician one that immediately breaks the format. Yeah, yeah. Every, everyone's mad at the magician one. It's because it's bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very bad. Well, this one. Okay, so some of the highlights. Uh, the director of Tragedy Girls. Have you seen that? Oh, no. I loved Tragedy Girls. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a very fun movie. Uh, and the directors of Deadstream, which hasn't come out, but everybody's praising mm. it. And this the. I don't want to. Uh, I know what their short is. I kind of had it ruined for me, so I won't tell you guys. Oh, don't you dare! But yeah. needless to say, uh, they really are very Raimi inspired. Is what people are are but like Deadstream and their their short in this sound like it's fucking out of control. So that's gonna be fun. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm. Yeah. Every VHS ninety four was like so so good. Um. So fun. Hell Rotman. Hey, fucking yeah. Rotma. Rotma. My God. <laughs> so good. The fucking militia and the vampire. The, the vampire the... militia. It's like, even oh, though, my even God. Though nobody talks about the wake one, but I really like the wake one. I think that's yeah, spooky. Yeah, the wake one's uh, great. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. I love that franchise so it's much. It's so good. So uh. much fun. And this, I'm sure I'll like at least one thing from it, you know? I feel like they've learned their lesson from viral. I don't know what the lesson is. It's just make it like give a shit yeah you have to, give, you have to give a shit yeah 
Uh, but this, I mean, the directors involved, it, it sounds like it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there. I don't know. It's again, it's getting like medium reviews of people who are, you know, watch the other ones and like them and stuff. Uh, so it's probably, it might not be the strongest one, but who gives a shit? It's VHS. Yeah. 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 Coming out next month. So excited. Yeah. Yeah. And if it, if it's bad, you know what? I can just watch 94 again. Exactly. 94 is so good. Mm. So good. <laughs> We have one last trailer. Oh, boy, do we. <laughs> this just dropped. I had to add it in last minute. You, yeah, you did. You came swooping in. I had to. <laughs> I, at first, I was like, oh, no more trailers. And then this dropped, and I'm like, fuck. Nope. This is an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah, we stopped the presses for, for M. Night. Yeah, knock at the cabin. Let me tell you, there's good M. Night and there's bad M. Night. And when I started watching this trailer, I thought maybe it was good M. Night. And then by the end, I'm thinking maybe it's not. Mm. It might be. It could go either way. I do wish this trailer hadn't told us so much. Yeah. Yeah. I would have wanted to see it more. Like the trailer could have just stopped with the mysterious knocking at the door. And like the, yep. and all the people who are out of focus, even though one of them's clearly Dave Batista. Yeah, you can't hide that. You can't hide <laughs> Batista. He is difficult <laughs> to conceal. <laughs> yeah, this appears to be... I'm... It's a okay. So it's a group of armed strangers come to this cabin, um, and tie up this family and say we're here to stop the apocalypse, and you have to make a choice. That's all we know, and it's like a home invasion. I'm wondering if it's like a would you go back in time and kill the next Hitler situation, where it's like they're from the future, oh. and they have they actually do like something about this family causes the apocalypse, and they're like listen you know we have to do something that's bad to you that you didn't like he says like i have to do something today and it breaks my heart because the like it feels like it's like you didn't do anything bad it's just that by killing or hurting you guys we're going to prevent something bad you know what i mean that's the vibe right kind of yeah like they're clearly not they clearly have no ill will against this family so that's my guess my guess is it's it's we've traveled back in time and we want we need to kill like your daughter or something or here's a choice we're going to give I'm you. I'm sure that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure they will have, right? They probably will have. It's M Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Yeah, it's M- hard to tell. M Night Shyamalan mostly because of Servant. I liked uh I still old. need to watch that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I liked Old a whole lot. You did like Old. I did. Interesting. You liked old. I did. I, I let's thought, all let's all stop for a second. <laughs> let's talk about that. I like. I feel like M Night Shyamalan has been mostly good in recent years. I think, I think old was fun as schlock. It's a fun schlock watch. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I wouldn't have you liked voted old. for it if I had an Oscar vote. Or anything, but it's like far from his worst movies. That's like, true. Yeah, that's true. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't and, ever boring. That's for sure. And Servant is so good. Right. I've loved Servant since it started. It's uh, I gotta season see that. three. Yeah, I need now. to watch that. So um, he's got I, enough. I like the visit. Yeah, I like yeah. the visit. He's got I, enough credibility with me again that. I'll risk it. I know it's it's always it's always risky with Shyamalan, but oh, I just remembered Glass. Oh, that's a real piece of shit. 
All right. Yeah. Here's the thing about Shyamalan. He knows how to start a film, and he knows the like. I would argue the happening. Great premise. Great premise. Not for a, a movie. bad premise. I mean, he's a, he is a good director for yeah, sure. Yeah, he's a great director, for and he's sure. very good at thinking up a premise. Yeah. And then he says, "Why not have Mark Wahlberg in it?" You know, and he starts, and then he starts making these the spiral of bad decisions. You know. <laughs> Uh, and so that's where like it's it's sort of like it, same with old a beach that super ages you it's like that's not a bad premise but we all kind of roll our eyes because we know now what to expect with Shyamalan because it's never he never follows through in my opinion it, the answer is always stupid it's always ridiculous and it and it it's ultimately not, it's not is always like I didn't, so, I didn't it's not always yeah stupid. I, I not think always, he's gotten always. that stink on him, but I don't yeah. think it's always yeah. Accurate. I would say the the twist in the visitor I really liked I because like the I visit just, twist. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. visit. Um, yeah. So I don't know. By the way, Rupert Grint is the other person. I breaking know. In here. I can't. Mm, I mean, there's there's yeah. two other people, but the only two actors I recognize are Dave Bautista and fucking Ron Weasley. <laughs> yeah. So like, what are those two have to talk about? He's great in Servant. Oh, Ron's oh, in that? That's right. I forgot he's yeah. in that. He's one of the he leads. Played, um, he's fantastic so is, in it. So is Toby Kebbell, right? Isn't yeah. he in it? Yeah. Man, he I played, gotta watch Servant. It's good. Yeah. I like Servant a whole lot. It's. I mean, it's still going. It's. He he played Cheetah Chrome in CBGB, yeah, the did. movie. Yeah, he did. That was, that was real special. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I won't not watch this. Yeah, of course I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. Of course I'll I'll watch it. Watch it's it. a Shyamalan movie. Of course I have. I've seen I every hope, one of them except for Lady in the Water. That's the thing is yeah, like I've never seen Lady in the Water either. <laughs> I would Oh, I've seen it. It is not good. Um, <laughs> I heard. Yeah. I but here's the thing. If I ever met M Night Shyamalan and if I wanted to be diplomatic and I would first of all hope he'd never listen to a thing I've ever said. Uh like a podcast, I would go up to him and I'd shake his hand. I'd say, "Thank you. You've given me so many hours of entertainment." And that wouldn't be a lie. For better or for worse, like you just said, I always watch his movies. So it's like, and I, well, I mean, I would also he's argue not, that his he's his, not Huey Bowl, you know. It's just like no, whenever he, whenever one of his movies comes out, I'm excited I and think, I go and watch it. Listen, his first three movies are bangers. Oh yeah, and like yeah. you said, he's a good director. Yeah, he's he's I'm a very saying, good director. Yeah. In terms of his writing, it's just like, look, I'm like it for yeah. Again, for better or for worse, I always go to watch them, and I'm never bored. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a little bored during the happening. Yeah, the happening to me is one of the best accidental comedies oh, yeah. of all time. It's amazing. Like, yeah. I don't know when I've laughed so hard out loud in a movie theater than when I yeah. watched the it, happening. It is it is one of the worst movies, but also it's one of the most entertaining bad movies I've seen. And it's sure. one of the it's one of the best fucking trailers I've ever seen, which <laughs> makes it all the more frustrating. I don't remember the trailer. It's just people fucking walking off buildings and stabbing themselves oh, yeah. in the neck. It's great. Again, it's, great premise. it's a great premise. Yeah, I even like I even like the explanation in that, that it's a spore in the air. Yeah, it's like a, ra- it's it's like like a Ray Bradbury the, story or some shit. Yeah, yeah. but then it's every like the time the like earth the being w- like, I have to get rid of some of you. Every time the bushes would start rustling. It was just yeah, so yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, here it comes. The execution is not good, <laughs> but the no. idea is sound. Uh, yeah. Oh, that movie. Oh man, a dude laying down in front of his lawnmower. Mm. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Uh great great time. I want to watch that. Happening. I want to watch the happening. You can do that, Dave. That, that's the thing All you right. can do. 
Well, we have uh, news stories to talk about, but we have some more patrons to thank. Let's Should we do, do that? it? Yes. Big thank you to Glitterous, thank CFO you. of Michael Shannon's Chocolate Factory. Thank you to Davy Francis Nine. Davy goes to hell. Thank you. Thank you to Oh Great. It's that guy. Thank you. Thank you to Chester's Prophet. Thank you so much. Thank you to definitely not Guillermo del Toro. No, we're on to you. Thank you to Brian, who Tom knows. Sure do. Thank you to Bob Grenville. Thank you. Thank you to Steven. Thank you. Thank you to Han Toomey, the confused cyborg. Beep, boop. Thank you. Let me jump in here. Thank you to Asking Seven. Thank, Thank you. to Happy Ed 209. Thank you. Thank you to Manish Evans Maltov says economic solidarity is the path to paradise, comrades. True, yeah. Thank you. Thank you to Target Doors Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank you. Thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank you. Thank you to Cody Johnson's Time Machine Noise. Thank you. Thank you to Pete Forpagel. Thank you. Thank you to listen to the hit song, Books Are My Aesthetic, theme from If This Book Exists, You're in the Wrong Universe. Thank you. Sweet. So, Tom Hardy. Let's kick his ass. (laughs) Let's jump him. Why? Like, there's that story of him chasing down a purse snatcher yeah yeah and like and then this is him quietly entering a martial arts tournament and winning and again just like that that the the person the purse snatcher or whatever being a imagine being like in this tournament and getting in the ring and then being like is that tom hardy (laughs) (laughs) and then getting your ass handed to you by tom hardy because it wouldn't have been immediately obvious because he entered the fight as edward hardy which i i guess is is either his real name or like his full name (laughs) ed hardy Um, yeah ed hardy (laughs) so you're getting in the ring and then you're like wait a minute wait a minute (laughs) (laughs) the other mind-blowing thing is if you read any of these this was all over the internet uh, today or yesterday but if you read any of these articles they all point out this is not the first martial arts tournament he's won this year that's hilarious (laughs) yeah it's like jake paul but he's just being quiet about it (laughs) yeah yeah it's kind of uh... i I would be kind of pissed because, you know, no one, almost no one else entering these tournaments has the money to just be like, you know what I'm going to do with my 2022? Get really good at martial arts and go enter a bunch of tournaments and nothing else. I'm not going to work. I'm not going to do shit. Just going to train. All these other people, they have like day jobs and shit and then they have to go to their weekend all Valley karate tournament and get the shit beat out of them by Ed Hardy. Okay. His, <laughs> this is it, Thomas, his middle name It's Edward Thomas Hardy. <laughs> okay. Okay. He should call himself ET. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, I mean, man. it's just nice to know that we have an actor that'll fight for us for the fate of mankind. Yeah. When the tournament uh, comes around, when Shang Sun comes here and then, disguises himself as his agent and right be like, yeah. people say he's fake. our johnny cage he's our right? johnny cage yeah thank it's you it's nice to know johnny we have cage. a johnny yeah, cage it's good yeah. to know we got one yeah thanks tom uh, hardy yeah. tom hardy uh, seems cool he does he's, seem he, cool he seems cool from a distance he seems like the type of guy that if you'd go to his house and like hung out with him it would be like 15 minutes and you'd be like so i'm gonna go like <laughs> yeah like he yeah i don't know if i'd want to talk to him you know yeah, he seems uh, like he could get intense over time. And I don't oh, yeah. like that yeah. kind of guy. Like, yeah, I wouldn't want to, like, date his sister, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, th- that would be that would be not fun. But, I mean, he also does those little British programs where he sits in, like, a garden with his dog and reads children's stories. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
All right. Listen, he's got Tom layers, Hardy is, Dave. He's got layers. Yeah, he might he might be the best person on earth right now. <laughs> like he might be living the best life. Like the best life of anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh so good good for him, I guess. He's making another Venom winning MMA fights. That's a pretty good yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> Doing pretty good. Doing pretty uh, okay. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, that's that. Let's talk about uh, Brendan Cronenberg's next film. Yeah. Which is called Infinity Pool. It stars Mia Goth, who's uh, real hot right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, need, I need to see Pearl. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, same. Same. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård. And it is currently fighting an NC-17 rating, which it's like, you're Brandon Cronenberg. I don't know. I don't know what you're fighting for here. Well, which uh, is weird because his last film, Possessor, was just released unrated. So I think like and, like this is at the NC-17 rating is becoming a thing after. Um, oh, I've forgotten the director's name, but he, he made uh, Blonde, the upcoming Marilyn Monroe movie with Ana de Armas that yeah, yeah. famously got an NC-17. And it's getting all this buzz because of it. Like it seems like ratings are pointless now, right? Like it's pointless because yeah, um, honestly, everything yeah, comes to streaming, streaming anyway and nothing on streaming is rated. And they're, it's kind of wild how like. There are movies on Netflix that just show full frontal nudity. I've run into them, and it's like, man, I wish I was a teenager again. Right, and it just says like, like it just says like TDMA, or it'll say not yeah. rated. So it's, it's like, like it's it never been a better time. Matter. Yeah, like we yeah don't to have be a horny teenager. Pearl clutching thing about like, oh, you won't get distribution if you have an NC seventeen. Well, it doesn't fucking matter because everything just goes to Netflix. And if anything, fighting fighting the NC seventeen, all you're really saying is no. Parents should be able to bring their teens to this movie. Right. (laughs) Like, if it's R-rated, teens still can't go in theory. Like, I mean, the the issue is the NC-17, I'm sure you know this, but for listeners who maybe don't, who maybe were too young to remember when MPAA really had a stranglehold on the industry, if your movie got hit with an NC-17, it meant no theater would carry it. So right. like that's why when a movie got rated NC-17, it used to be a big deal. And like studios and directors would bend over backwards to to make all the cuts to appease the MPAA to get them an R rating because it, it's theaters won't show anything that's harder than R. They just won't do it. Right. Yeah. But it doesn't, so ma- it doesn't know, matter man. anymore. Yeah. It, yeah. I You'd you really think Brendan Cronenberg would be like, I'm Brendan Cronenberg, son of David Cronenberg. And my movie is NC-17. Now, who wants to watch it? Quite frankly. And it's like, it's, yeah, everybody. It's everybody inc- wants to watch that. It's incredible. Some David Cronenberg films that were released with right. an R rating weren't NC-17. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. This sounds exciting. I'm into this. Yeah, yeah sure. Whatever it I'll is. watch it. Mia Goth is great. I've yeah, heard such I good things Possessor. about her in Pearl. She was good in X. Yeah. I like yeah. X so, yeah. a lot. I mean, yeah. Yeah, really excited uh, to watch Pearl. Yeah, me too. And I, I wasn't a huge fan of X, but it feels like Mia Goth is going to make Pearl uh, a really a really good watch. That's everything I've yeah. heard, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, that's it for news stories, folks. Real thin spattering of news today, Dave. Yeah, thin spatter. A light dressing. Um, a vinaigrette yeah. of news. <laughs> a light jizzing. <laughs> sure. A misting yeah. of news. A misting yeah. of news. Yeah. Well, let's thank some more patrons. Let's uh, do it. Yeah. Don't. Big thank you. Big thank you to Del Griffith, the shower curtain fella. Thank you. Thank you to the Midnight Patron with Patrons at Midnight. Thank you. 
Thank you to Exploding Runes. Thank you so much. Thank you to Andrew, the proud Satanist hat. Hail Satan. Thank you to Vincent. Thank you. Thank you to Rev MD. Thank you so much. Thank you to Bootler Bootleson. Thank you. Thank you to Tux. Tux. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thank you. Thank you to Norm from Cheers. Norms. Thank you to Space McNulty. Mm, floating among the stars where he belongs. Yeah. Let me jump in here. Thank you to your mom. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you to Nolan Tubi Star Harold Mayton. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew. Adam Todd Brown deserves more hype. McGuire. Oh, Thank you. Thank you to right. AJ. You do, Adam. Thank you. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to Burrito Mouth. Thank you to Thank the you. ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank you. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's confusingly large dick chill. Thank you. Thank you to Funky J. Thank and you. And thank you to Pie Guy. Thanks. Dave. Oh, Do we got Dave. pictures of that Willem Dick foe? Uh, you can look it up. I think like, it's Antichrist. Antichrist? Is it in it's a, okay. I think it's specifically No, that's a dick double. Oh, it is? That's oh, a dick is double. It? Oh, man. No, the, the, well, the story is the that. The story comes from that. Lons von Trier needed a double <laughs> for Willem Dafoe's dick in Antichrist because he found it, quote, confusingly large, the oh. actual dick. Yeah, that's what happened. Is Willem Dafoe's dick was too big his, to put in a Lons von, Tr- yeah. von Trier movie. Right, his, his hog was apparently so swole that Lars von Trier was like, nobody's going to believe this. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like haunting, haunting. We, we, need, a, we dick. need a stunt dick. Dave. God, that movie's crazy. We find out yeah. what the fox says in that movie. Yep. That's true. Yeah, he doesn't say what Ilvis think he says. Mm-hmm. Chaos mm. reigns, baby. Mm. Yeah. Um, Dave, you uh what? you, you uh, scum. You scum. You what? absolute filth. <laughs> what? What is it? Zip your lips. All right. Shut zip, up, Dave. Zip your pillowy lips. Fine. <laughs> your and soft, supple, pillowy lips, Dave. <laughs> right yeah. for the kissing. It's true. It's true. Yeah, it's where you plant kisses and they grow into hugs. Mm. Uh, <laughs> do you have, I don't know. <laughs> do you have a movie that deserves more hype? You know, not only do I have a, uh, but I have us. What? plural movie this is unprecedented this, stop yeah the this presses. is tough because i i found the first one and then the second one snuck up behind me and fucking hit me in the back of the head oh, I hate it when they do uh, and i had to include it the first one's called piggy this comes out on vod october 7th it's from a country what country do you suppose it's from a country that doesn't speak english spain, oh, spanish. i believe it's called it's referred to as a spanish french horror okay um it is about a a um, overweight teenage girl who is horribly bullied by her peers, uh, uh, tortured by her peers, and then uh, her peers are kidnapped by a serial killer. And let me tell you, she's not sure how to feel about that. <laughs> uh, and and uh, it's it's a they described it as a cross between the movie Fat Girl and the movie The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Jesus, I think yeah. I think it's it's the I I think the idea is like as they put it in this is that at no point do you know what this character is going to do at any moment. So like there's this feeling of like is she going to help them? Is she going to just watch? Is she going to join the serial killer? Like it, there's no telling. Um she's someone who's been clearly like just bullied a lot. Um and you know the, as they put it is like she was tormented all summer and then the, her tormentors have been taken away from her. So to her she's like thank you. Thank you kind stranger. 
Uh, but obviously the serial killer is bad. So I don't know. It's getting a lot of really good reviews. Um, it, the, the main character, apparently, um, she's just like, it's really good performance. Um, it just looks really interesting. What do you guys think of this? I think it looks great. Yeah. yeah I'm really into this. Yeah. It looks fucking wild. Um, it's, it's a good, tra- it's a good tell. trailer too. Yes. It's a great trailer and it feels like one of those where it's like the reviews and stuff are all kind of like, yeah, we'll let you, we'll let you just watch it and see what happens. You know, it's a lot of that. Um, so I, I'm super curious about this one. Yeah. Just watching so, the trailer. I'm already all right with her letting the bullies yeah. die. Like, right. They, the idea is they're really ba- yeah, nasty. Really, yeah. really mean. Yeah. yeah. They really like awful. And so I think it's about that idea of, yeah, having compassion for the worst people and maybe not having compassion. Like, it really seems like it's a horror movie. So it, yeah. I, I think it's going to, yeah, it's going to have fun with that idea. So that's called Piggy. Uh, again, October 7th. This next one is coming out October 14th. This just, Man, I did not October know. October is just stacked. Yeah, this one took me by yeah. surprise, too. Yeah. So this is the movie Decision to Leave, directed by Park Chan-wook. Uh, for people who don't know, that is the director of Old Boy. It sure is. Yep. The Vengeance Trilogy, Thirst, Stoker, uh, The Little Drummer Girl, and AMC. Uh, it, it is He is a, an incredible director, and this just came out of fucking nowhere. It was just like, wait, what? Park Chan Wook's making a movie and it's coming out in like, in like a couple weeks. Yeah, uh, and it's a murder mystery. I don't know. It's about a guy, a rich guy who fucking falls off a cliff. The detectives are trying to figure out if it was an accident. It seems like an accident, but his wife sure seems sketchy. Uh, and then, uh, like, all the reviews basically say. And we can't tell you anything else. It honestly, it kind of has a basic instinct vibe to it, right? Where it's like the, de- it the detectives investigating the death. It seems suspicious. The uh, yeah. the wife shows up. She's suspicious as hell, but they start to have a relationship. Um, yep. It's all but like then, sinister and, the, and noirish. And then the trailer, like every second of it seems like creepy and murdery. And then it just says the most romantic film of the year. It's like, right. Yeah, one of the pull quotes is one of the most romantic films of the year. Yeah. Well, all I know is the reviews basically say halfway point. It changes. It takes a turn and they don't, again, all the reviews are like, we won't tell you what that is. We basically, the way they put it is it's impossible to review this movie. Um, because without spoiling it is what they're saying. Mm. So I didn't look too much more into it for obvious reasons. Yeah. I'm like, I'm fascinated to see it now yeah yeah i hadn't heard anything about this yeah me either yeah people this is it's fucked up that no one like the trailer has okay amount it has like a like eighty thousand uh views and it's like that's still not enough this is the fucking director of old boy and he's got a movie coming out in a couple weeks why am i just hearing about this uh it went through sundance everybody loved it there it's got yeah great reviews looks fucking wild if you like if you like this director, I imagine you'll like this movie. And you should. Yeah. Mm. Also The Handmaiden. He made The Handmaiden. That was a fucking wild movie. <laughs> he makes some wild fucking movies. That's really it with him. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's it. I think we've done it, right? I think that's a so. I think so. Have we done it? We've come to the we've end. Done it. Holy shit. My word. Oh, thank you so much for being on the show, Adam. 
Hey, thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah man. Anytime. You want to uh, plug some stuff? You want to say some things? Oh, you know, the Unpops Network. You know where to find me at Unpops mm. on Twitter and on Patreon at Unpops. Yeah. Uh, the, the John Daly season of You Don't Even Like Sports will be out uh, for the public soon Ooh. uh we're we're doing a fleetwood mac season of the music pod Ooh! and uh let me tell you crazier than you think huh every I'm you, the, really looking forward to that actually this is all good news yeah yeah the even before Lindsay buckingham and stevie Nicks join the band there are two separate members who leave for who wander off and sorry go ahead well they both like take psychedelic drugs and find Jesus and are like, I'm done. I'm wow. Well, yeah, one of them literally wanders off and joins a cult while they're on tour in while Germany. They're on tour. <laughs> yeah, wow. It's, it's no, nuts. oh, that happened twice. Yeah, yeah. No, Germany. And then also, one, they had another member who did that exact same thing in LA. They found him at a Children of God warehouse in LA and he was like, not, not touring anymore. So you know who they called to replace him? The guy who wandered off with the cult in Germany. And he, <laughs> he comes back and says, I will play Black Magic Woman and then 70 minutes of free form jazz. And that's all I'll do. <laughs> and then we can finish this tour. And they were like, all right, fine, I guess. Fine. Fascinating story. Amazing. So, yeah, check all that out. And like, uh, holy shit. Like Mick Fleetwood is just like, I'm just trying to make a band, man. <laughs> Come on. I just want to ban. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's How a wild it? story. Fleetwood Max nuts. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, that'll be all what? out soon. Sweet, uh, Tom. Would you like me to tell them? Yeah, some stuff? yeah. You should say some words. We have a Patreon. patreoncom slash unemployed. Uh, you go on there for five dollars a month. You get access to a bunch of exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder's Maniac, Star Trek: The Next Futurama, and Spiel Boys. Mm. We also watch movies with our patrons every Friday night. That is the night this podcast comes out. So check that out. That's it. Oh, and uh, rate and review us wherever you do that. Yeah. Or not. Drop it's, us, all, it's all right. Drop us some stars. Um, we also have a store. Head over to GameFillerEmployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs. You can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all sorts of things. So check that out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Slap your little, uh, your, your little peepers on that. <laughs> Slap them. Slap them right on Slap there. Slap them. Smush your eyes up to the God screen. Goddamn peepers. <laughs> Cram right it in your on. eye hole. <laughs> All right. Um, we can be done. Say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye, Bye. everyone. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.